2018. This is the Hello, It's Me, I'm Kay Nicole podcast, and I'm your host, Kay Nicole. So we're just going to jump right in. We're going to start off with our recap. So listen, this past week, it was the holidays. It was really crazy with orders. I was trying to get a certain amount of work done before Christmas, and I did what I had to do. Had a few sleepless nights, but we got it done. So I'm really excited. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday with your family. I had so much fun, you guys. Me, Devin, my parents, my family. Um, We literally exchanged gifts for like four hours out of the day. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen all of our festivities, but I also have a vlog coming soon. Um, But yeah, we just celebrated the holidays and now... That's really it, you know, just planning for the new year, getting ready for the celebrations, the turnups, you know. Um, but that's about it for the recap, because listen, we were just working and then Christmas Eve, we were wrapping gifts, and that was it. So that is it. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my channel. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up. We're on the road to 21,000 subscribers. That is crazy. I'm so grateful to you guys. Um, make sure you follow me on all the podcast platforms. Make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. And we're just going to jump right in. I'm going to introduce my guest for today. I have my best friend, Greg, in the building. Hello, it's me. Hey, welcome. Um, I am Greg. Yes. With two G's. With two G's, correct. I am the best friend, mm. and um, I'm an Atlanta-based photographer. So make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Ferb the Shooter, S H O O T R. Period. Spell it out for <laughs> us, okay? Um, I do have my own clothing line as well called Underrated. You can follow them on Instagram as well at U R the Brand. U R T H E Uh huh B R A N D one. This is the best friend that has the clothing brand that I'm wearing today. Okay, I said let me put on my underrated today for the podcast. So Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for the last minute invitation. Y'all, when did I tell you you were gonna be here? Uh, last night. Midnight? Really this morning, maybe? <laughs> hmm. That's unfortunate, but you see, he's here, right? He pinky promised I he did. would be here. I pinky promised. He made it. Okay, we got our sweet red today. This is where you grab your wine. Come on now, <laughs> grab your wine with me. Oh, so bad. Cheers with me. So, listen, you guys. I'm at a point in my life where. I told y'all from the beginning, I wanted to start a podcast because I wanted this to be like a really relaxed setting. Like I feel like a lot of my content that I was making in the past, very planned, very much production, very much, you know, all thought out. And then I started doing more vlogs and stuff. And then I started doing entrepreneur life videos, more like sit down, chit chat videos, but I'm still very much planning everything I'm going to say. Then in my vlogs, we're doing like, this is my everyday life. I'm just picking up the camera, filming whatever is happening. Right. Then I said, I want to do a podcast because I want it to be laid back. I want it to be relaxed. I want this to be like the real me. But then, you know me, I'm extra. You know, I'm extra, man. So I started to like really script my show. Like I really started to plan things that I wanted to talk about and plan things that I wanted to say. And, you know, we have a whole outline with topics and everything. But what about just sitting down 
and talking about whatever we want to talk about. That was really the point of the podcast. So I'm like, today, as you can see, if you're watching me on YouTube, I don't have my computer. I don't have any notes. I don't have any outline. We're just sitting here. We're going to have a real life, normal conversation that we do for four hours on FaceTime like we did yesterday. (laughs) Okay, we're on FaceTime for four hours talking about what? Nothing, okay? Listen, I just want to really let loose. Like I said, I was going to let loose and then I played myself because I still wanted this to be like this thing where it's a production, you know, and we have everything set up and it's really nice and I want to dress up for it sometimes. But I mean, I can still do those kind of things, but I just think that heading into the new year, I want to kind of revamp how I'm doing the show, like with the topics and with the guests and with the outlines and everything. Like we can have a general overarching theme, but I just want to chill and drink my wine. And talk, because I like to talk. And that's what counts. That's what counts. So yeah, that's where we are. And now today, I was thinking about like how we're heading into a new year. And I know a lot of people say, you know, (laughs) what just happened? Are you okay? I am. Okay. Did I say something funny? Um, I'm thinking like heading into a new year, right? And I just want to kind of have a fresh start. Is that... Is that what everyone wants, though? Because we just came out of this crazy year called 2020. I don't know, man. I feel like I need to click the reset button. I feel like everyone needs a fresh start. It was a, it was a type of year where you just didn't expect none of that to happen. It was just all so wild and yes, and it was all back to back. Like it did not let up at all, and it was just like, did that just happen? On top of this just happening, and mm-hmm. now we're living in this world where it's not the same at all. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Like, what do you do next? What's next? Like, I don't really know. And you know how people think that all of this is just going to go away, you know, in 2021. But I think that we're still looking at like another year of these kind of circumstances. Like, I just am so uncomfortable, you know, like I don't really want to go back to what I was doing. I don't want to go back to going out and partying and doing all of that. Cause I'm like, this thing cannot just like disintegrate into thin air. Like it can't just disappear. So as much as y'all want to say, you know, one day it'll be like where the cases are going down, where things are going back to normal, quote unquote normal. I'm just like, but did it just disappear? It just vanished. Like, or is it still possible that we can still go outside and still catch it? So I don't know. It just, I feel weird about it. I feel like my first step was to just accept where we are in life and just like really think about how I can maximize with what I have. How can I enjoy myself at home? I have learned how to have a great time in my own house. I don't need to go to a party. I don't need to go to a club. I don't need to go to a lounge. I got a whole DJ that sits in my house with me. You know? (laughs) Very fortunate. I got a whole DJ that sits in here with me. Even if he's not here, he has playlists for me. He has mixes for me. I can turn on some good music. I can grab my wine. I can play really loud music now that I have a sound bar in my living room that I got for Christmas. I'm so excited about that. But I'm just like, that was the first thing for me because we were literally going out like multiple times per week, whether that was networking events Devin was DJing somewhere. I had a pop-up shop or was doing some kind of event or something. I'm speaking at colleges and doing all this stuff. Like I was literally on go. So it was like a huge shock to me and my mental to like be forced to sit still for so long. So 
that was like the first thing that I had to get over was like, I had to really slow down, you know, like coming straight out of college where I definitely did not sit down, coming home and still like on my grind consistently, still not sitting down, but slowed down a little bit from college, but still very much doing stuff to just doing absolutely nothing, nothing at all. I feel like that worked well for you being, you know, self-employed, being an entrepreneur. It's not like you had to work a nine to five or you were working a nine to five where you got to go to work or, you know, like if you had a job and now you don't have a job Mm -hmm. and it just, so what you're doing, what you do, it kind of played better for you versus if you compare somebody who was working, I don't know, Forever 21, you know, every day at the mall or something. Yeah. I mean, well, I was working a nine to five when all of this really started happening though. Like I wasn't, Always working a nine to five, but still, I did lose my job, and I was like, okay. I mean, I really didn't even want to be there in the first place. I'm just saying, I'm just being honest. You know, like you do things because you have to, not because you want to. Right. When you're an adult, so I'm like, I was working this job. It was like I was. It was bittersweet. Like I was sad because I had just really started to get into the swing of things. Like when I first got there, I was like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to do this job because I'm like talking to customers all day. I'm on the computer. I'm working with a team of people, like trying to tell them what jobs they're going to be doing for that day. And I didn't know anything about the field that they were working in. So I'm like, I'm having to learn, you know, this terminology so that I can communicate with them so that I know what they're talking about when they're asking me questions. So it was just like, "Mm, I really don't want to be here. Y'all are paying great money, but I really, you know, when you're just not passionate about something, you know, it's just always going to feel like work. So I didn't want to be there in that sense. But when this all started happening and I lost my job, I swear I was so, oh my gosh, it was just so emotional because I'm like, dang, I've been here for like almost two months and I have really started to get the hang of this and get used to it. And I'm getting good at what I'm doing and people actually like me here and I'm actually liking some of the people here. And now it's just like, well, it's over. (laughs) It felt like a breakup. I was like, wait, it's over. What? It was so crazy. And then it was kind of like, they didn't want to take me out of the system right away because they didn't know what was going to happen. Like they were going to pull me back or what was going to happen. Like with the timeline, they just didn't know. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm thinking eventually, you know, I will get my job back. But after that, I was just, I just had to focus 1000% on my businesses. And that was like the best decision that I could have ever made. And I feel like with these circumstances, that just made a lot of people feel that way. Like, oh, let me start something so that nobody can take that away from me. Cause you see how quick I lost my job. I said, dang, I got here. <laughs> I just got here, man. But I feel like it was a good start for some people. Um, unfortunately, it had to happen like that for people to realize yes. that, hey, you know, maybe I do need to start something. Mm-hmm. But it worked out. I mean, I feel like it gave people time to really focus and sit down on what they really wanted to do. Yes. And- that was the most time that I had to think about something. I remember I just used to be sitting here brainstorming. Like, I just felt like I had all the time in the world to do anything. Like, anything you wanted to do, girl, just write it down, plan it out. Let's go ahead and get into it because we ain't got nothing but time now. We sitting at home. Nothing but time. Wow. So, <laughs> is this like the new normal? Do we accept this as the new normal or do we expect to some point in time go back to what normal was? I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of people... Um, I feel like a lot of people are just like YOLO right now. Like they're back to their normal lives. They're going out. They're going out to eat. They're going out shopping. A lot of people are not even wearing masks. So I'm like, 
I'm not going to be irresponsible, but I mean, I did, you know, go get my nails done, go get something to eat. Like, you know, things that I feel like I want to do, but I'm not going to the club. Like there's no, people are not wearing masks in the club. Okay. You might wear a mask to get in, but once you get in, we're not turning up with a mask on in the club. So I feel like for me, I don't desire right now to put myself in that situation because I know like I have to be around certain people for work and I have to, you know, be thinking about that because I don't want to be irresponsible when it comes to that part of it. So I feel like this is my new normal for now, like just being in my house and being okay with being in my house and being okay with going to the office and coming back to my house, office, house, office, house. That's it for me. You know, my occasional outing, like I wasn't even going out to eat. Like it really had to be an important birthday for me to go out to eat, to like sit down and eat at a restaurant. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I'm just still so uncomfortable. I don't know. Me and my mom did get food one time. Like we went out to lunch one time because there was like no other places that we could have went to. We did not want to take our food with us. We went out to eat one time. That's it. So how do we how do we rely on a piece of fabric? I don't know. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I think it's a mental thing. I think I said this previously. I'm like, I think that this is a mental thing that's happening because I don't understand. But hey, whatever makes people feel better and sleep at night, right? I guess. (laughs) Me, I don't like wearing masks. And to be honest, if I feel as though we're wearing masks because the government said wear masks. So why? Because there's been times where I haven't worn masks. Don't get me wrong. And I'm still, you know, COVID-free. But That's know. like in the beginning, though. Because I'm like, even one time, me and Zaray went to Walmart. We didn't have no mask on. That was at the beginning. Like, it was not mandated, you know? But listen, this is how I feel. I feel like next year is going to be better. I'm speaking that into existence now. Because Manifest. this right here was insane it was just such a crazy year like so many highs and so many lows all at the same time so i'm like it's really a give or take for me like i'm just trying to get my emotions under control because i'm like this really really bad thing happened but then this really really good thing happened so how do i process both at the same time that's really the main thing that i was going through this year like i've never had to really process so much at the same time so I'm I feel like I have grown so much this year just mentally spiritually emotionally like just being able to control my emotions (laughs) that's how I feel wow it's just like looking back it's the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. just looking back at the whole year it's just like wow that really happened (laughs) could this have gone any differently like would this have been would the outcomes have been better if COVID didn't exist. Like, mm. what? You just never know. It's like the endless possibility to think. Like, listen, let me tell you something. I don't think that I would have taken off how I did if this didn't happen. So you feel like it worked better for you? I mean, I feel like it worked in my favor. I feel like it worked in a lot of people's favor because people are so, you know, people are on go. People have their own agendas every single day. So it's not like I'm sitting here on my phone all day. Right. If I have a job, if I have kids, if I have a family, I'm not on Instagram or on YouTube for five hours out of the day. 
So prior to all of this, even with YouTube, I'm like, my watch time was nothing. <laughs> like watch time was almost non-existent. Consistency was almost non-existent because I was all over the place. And then I was not growing how I wanted to grow. Business was okay, but orders were not coming in like super fat. Like I could not support myself off my business at that moment prior to all of this happening. So I feel like, okay, we were forced to take a step back. We were forced to stay home. We couldn't go anywhere. Everything was closed. We couldn't do anything. And that's when people got on their phones. That's when people are looking for something to watch. That's when people are doing a lot of online shopping because they can't go to the mall. So I was just like, I think that really did work in a lot of other people's favors too like not just me but I feel like for me for sure like that is really when I saw a spike like okay stores are closed (laughs) like (laughs) stores are closed okay we can't go to the mall it's not open we can't go shopping it's not open so what are we gonna do now and I feel like a lot of people are spending more time on YouTube watching people on YouTube a lot of people are nosy, for one. A lot of people want to see how other people are doing in these circumstances. Right. A lot of people want to see how other people's businesses are doing in these circumstances. A lot of people decided that they wanted to start a business in these circumstances. So whether people are researching or whether people are just genuinely being nosy, people are on the internet and they're watching a lot. So that's something <laughs> like that. I feel like, no, it would have happened one day for me, but it would not have been such an expedited process without these circumstances. That's just how I feel. I'm like, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Cause that was just crazy. I was still in shock at the beginning. Like I couldn't believe what was happening. So that's how I feel about that. Um, but I feel like next year is going to be so much better. Like I, I just feel like if we could get through this, we can get through anything. That's how I'm feeling about it. I'd agree. I'd agree because this was definitely, you know, taking a toll on multiple people. It was so unexpected. It's just like, now what? I mean, we've been through this. It's just like, "Eh, what's next? Right. Well, 2021 is going to be that year, I feel like. I mean, I have a lot of new plans, but what about you? Like, you're doing photography and you have underrated. So, like, what does 2021 even look like? Like what are what are we doing? Like what what's the plan? You know. Well, to be honest, I give you a sneak peek. Okay, a little sneak peek, a little sneak exclusive. Peek. Come on with the exclusive. Um, I kind of have plans to open a creative space okay. for other creatives. Ooh. So it's a lot of people that I know. Um, they have you know since COVID, you know, acquired some let's say, skills or talents. Like, for instance, you do cosmetics. Mm -hmm. So I know nail tags, people that want to do hair, people that have used their time wisely enough to pick up something that could benefit them in the future. So I feel like it would be a due justice of mine Mm. to, you know, give those people a place to do those type of things. Okay. Because everyone, you know, let's make up, for instance... Everyone likes makeup, you know, a little slight beat or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So those people who do makeup for themselves and then there's people who do makeup for other people as well. So those people may not be able to afford, you know, a place or yes. want them coming to their house all the time. So they need a space or an opportunity to showcase what they do. And I feel like that would be a great thing to do, in my opinion. Hmm. 
So definitely want to do that. Wow, um, now we opening up a whole studio. Yeah, okay. so I definitely want to have a whole studio. Um, definitely for photography, my first love. Definitely for that. Hmm. Um, other photographers as well. Give some people who model a home. Um, you know, nail techs, if you want to do that, or cosmetics, whatever the case is, and you need a home, I feel like I can do that. So that's my goal for 2021. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. Goals for 2021. <laughs> so that's like, okay. I feel like that's like just a you thing in general. Well, that could be a, that could be a verb, the shooter type of thing. Cause I think you'd be like trying to document that whole process. But what about this? What about this clothing line? Like, what are we doing with this? Are we expanding? Are we, what are we doing? Are we going to stay in this like at leisure kind of vibe with the 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 leggings and the body suits, the jackets, the hoodies, you know, sweatpants. Are we gonna stay in that realm or are we trying to branch out? Um, I definitely would like to branch out. Um mm-hmm. I would say due to the target audience that, you know, I typically sell to at the moment, mm-hmm. I would say that that typically fits those, you know, the younger crowd this or fits. the urban crowd. Right. Okay. Um, I do have plans to add embroidery to um, the plans. Quality. Right. Texture. Um, Tangible. Right. Something that'll last longer, you know, something you can always wear no matter how old it is or something like that. I definitely would like to make it more fashionable for men and women. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Paris. Let's go Paris Fashion Week or, you know... I want to upgrade because it's a lot of people who have, you know, talents who sew clothes or, you know, those people need a place to showcase. So why not, you know, brand and brand and voila. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I do kind of want to jazz it up a little bit. I yeah. do want to, you know, give it a little, I don't always want to be stuck in the urban realm of, you know, that. Mm, that makes sense. Paris Fashion Week. You got me when you said that. Hold on. Wait. Let me find out. We're trying to go couture with this. Okay. Okay. Underrated couture. I like that. I like that. I like that. You're hilarious, actually. Thank you. I would say I get that a lot. And actually, if I had a nickel for every time I've heard that, I'd probably have $20. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to like overdo How it. How many like, nickels is that? <laughs> I think it was like twenty nickels in a dollar. Stop! 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 So I didn't have twenty dollars. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I started. I don't know what makes what makes people funny. Is it the things they say? Is it how they say? It? Is it their personality in general? I think it's all of the above. Yes. So you also would be funny, and Devin would also be. Everyone has their own way of being funny. I guess, yeah, unless you're just boring, then no. If you have a boring personality, then no. I don't know anybody that's like truly boring. Because you surround yourself with people that are going to make you happy. You don't want to be bored. Right, that's true. So, (laughs) but how do people run into boring people? How do people attract boring (laughs) people? I feel like some people are just not super expressive. Like, you know how some people don't want to look dumb i guess like we don't care about that like we will do whatever just because we know it's gonna make somebody like we're laughing at ourselves at this point too so i feel like some people are just not like that they're not as open with it you know okay some people are like uptight 
Example. You and Devin. Oh my God, no. You and Devin Stop. both went to Stop. <laughs> a school, an mm-hmm. art school. Yeah. Per se. Um, you've had many options. There's many schools you could have chose, but you chose an art and design school. Mm-hmm. Now, the crowd at an art and design school would typically be the artsy people, the people who, you know, don't typically care about certain things versus, let's say, going to like a D1 school or an, you know, an HBCU. Those crowds are totally different. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. So those type of people at the school you chose, how would you, how did you fit yourself in with certain people? Like what made you click with certain people? Uh, Well, honestly, it took me a while to find those people that I was going to click with. But I wanted to click with like-minded people because, I mean, there was just so many different kinds of people there. And I was, you know, I respect everybody. I respect everybody's opinion. But I wanted to be around like-minded people. I wanted to be around people that looked like me. I wanted to be around people that I know could relate to me when it came to the situations that I was going through just because the way I looked at such a, at such a school. So I had to find the black people. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I had to find the black people, okay, and um, yeah, that's really what started that off, like started off me creating those people that I clicked with, finding the people that looked like me first. I mean, I feel like that's always how it is. Like a lot of the times we kind of migrate to people that look like us. Most of the time, if we're in a foreign place, you know, right. I'm like, I I don't know anybody here and nobody's talking to me. So if I walk up to a random person that doesn't look like me, I don't know if that's going to go as well as, you know, like it's nerve wracking, but that's really what I did first. Like I was like, okay, well, you know, they have certain clubs and everything. I was doing my research. I'm looking for crowds of people that I could click with. Like there was a fashion design club. There was a, um, there was a photography club and then there was the black student association. Those are all three clubs that I really wanted to be a part of. I was like, I want to see what this is about. I feel like this will be a great opportunity for me to meet different people, but the photography club is cool. Fashion club was cool, but I was just like, this is not for me. Right. But then, you know, I get to the black people, that was for me. So that's where I ended up. And that's how I clicked with so many people. And I started to really, really like know a lot of people. Not to say that I only, you know, was surrounding myself with people that look like me, but that's how it jump started, you know, me opening up to people too, to like spark that whole process of me creating a network at school. So that's what I did. But I mean, literally everyone that I'm thinking about right now in my mind, we're all the same when it comes to like, we are going to laugh. We're going to laugh. Okay. We're going to, and we're going to have a good time too. So I don't know how you come across boring people, but I know they're out there somewhere. So would you say boring people attract other boring people? Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That's just how I think about it. (laughs) That's just how I would think about it. That's funny though. I like that question. Uh, that was good. The, that was funny. See, hilarious man. Boring uh, people attract other boring people. This is wow. It's just so many people. It's everyone's. I don't know. This is wow. Mhm. Yeah. So, um, one thing that I've been dealing with right now. Well, 
let me not say that because I haven't really got to that point yet. Maybe like a form of it, but not exactly. But one thing that creatives go through is creative block. Have you been through that? Absolutely. You get there. You don't know what to do next. You start giving up. You might start sweating a little bit. Because right. you're thinking so hard, you might start breaking a little bit of a sweat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I definitely have felt that before. Yeah. So what do you do in those situations? Like, okay, I got to do a photo shoot or I got to figure out this next drop or whatever. And then like you just get stuck. It's like your head is hitting a brick wall and you don't know like what to do next. How do you deal with that? I would say me as being a creative, I feel like creative block is going to happen. Correct. And I feel like because you know it's going to happen, you find ways to try to not put yourself in a position to run into creative block. But when you do, it's just <laughs> like, wow. It's just like, mm-hmm. why? I feel like, why? Especially when you have the momentum going and you're just flowing and yes. then boom. It's like. What just happened? Something just slapped me across my face and said, nope. It's Stop. just like Stop. <laughs> it's wild. But I feel like ways to deal with it. I deal with it personally is I try to take my mind off of things that I'm currently doing. Like let's say a photo shoot. If I have to the worst thing to do when it comes to photos is when someone wants to take pictures and have no idea what they want mm-hmm. them to look like. Mm-hmm. They don't have a color scheme. They don't have a theme. They don't have a concept. They don't right. have anything. It's just like Yes. Do you know what you want to wear? Do you do you know anything? You want me to do all the work for right. you. Right. You just know you want pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and fine. And you know that you want to look cute. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, so when people I get that all the time and people just say, "Well, I don't know what color or I don't know what I want to wear or how I want them to look." And I say, "Okay, so let's work on it." And boom, that's the biggest that's creative block to me. I feel like now you're blocking my creativity because you're not giving me anything. Right, you're not helping me be creative. Yeah. So, with that, you know, I just try to like talk them to talk them through things like what type of things do you like? What's your hobbies mm-hmm. or, you know, what's something spontaneous that you have never done? Right. What makes you smile? Like, what do you look at when you see other people's pictures that you like and take different things from their pictures to put them in your pictures mm-hmm. and, and go from there? But creative block is definitely something. It's low-key a disease. <laughs> Not a disease. It's low-key a disease. And um, there's no vaccine for that. Please stop. <laughs> um, But I would say you just got to like, you got to work through it because yeah. you start something, you got to finish. And mm-hmm. it's just like. Some people like to take a step away, like, okay, let me just take 10, let me go listen to some music, or let me go outside and walk around for a little bit to kind of, like, clear my mind and get things restarted, I guess, like, just press the reset button real quick. I feel like, I mean, I feel like I haven't really experienced that in a while, so just recently, I just was, like, a little bit overwhelmed because I'm like, okay... This is not really what you want to be doing. Like when it comes to my content, I'm like, okay, I wanted to do Vlogmas. I knew I was going to be vlogging every single day. So I knew that was going to get kind of repetitive, right? That's going to be like, we're kind of doing the same thing every day. That's what the schedule is. I go to work. I come home. Tipsy Thursday. That's it. Like, you know, like every week is kind of like the same thing. Um, So I knew that it was going to be like that. But I don't know. I just felt like, dang, okay, so after Vlogmas, then what? Like... 
we done did it all this month, I feel yeah. like. So I had to really sit down and think like, wow, you really wanted to, you know, be a content creator. You wanted to create fashion. You wanted to create beauty. You wanted to create lifestyle content. You wanted to create entrepreneur life content. Yes. But how can I do that to a way that in a way that's going to make me satisfied as well as a content creator? I feel like recently it's just like okay i have all this information i want to get the information across and just sit down film a video that's it i'm like dang i'm really tired of just sitting down filming a video that's it like right. i used to do actual fully produced videos we're doing ootds we're doing you know unboxings try on hauls shoe try on hauls like we're doing makeup videos we're doing all these things where we're active we're doing stuff more than me just sitting in front of the camera and talking i'm like i like to talk but i'm I'm getting bored with this. Like I'm getting a little right. bit tired of doing the same thing. So I want to really tap back into that creative content, you know, content that makes people go, oh my God, that was a really nice video. I'm right. like, people are more so focused right now about what I'm saying. It's like, wow, no one else is giving all this information out or thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. I'm like, I love that y'all are getting to the T, you know, y'all are getting what y'all need out of the video, but I'm not getting what I need out of the video. Right. I'm like, I'm giving y'all everything I've got. I'm not getting anything back. That's how I feel. Like as a creative, like it's not satisfying me creatively. So now I'm thinking, okay, so I still want to do videos where I'm giving information or maybe, you know, just how can I spice this up? Like, how can I make this better? What is my YouTube channel going to look like in 2021? Like, what kind of videos are we going to be putting out? Am I going to tap back into fashion? The answer is yes. Am I going to tap back into beauty? The answer is yes. I'm like, mm. I want to do the things that I started out being so passionate about. Right. So that's why I felt like I really hit a brick wall because I'm like, okay, well, it sounds like you're going to have to tweak your schedule a little bit because there's no way that you're going to be able to balance, you know, more creative videos that takes longer to film, longer to edit, you know, that's more time. So I'm like, now I got to tweak the schedule. So now I'm freaking out because I'm like, I just got to a point where I feel like I have somewhat of a grasp on my life or my schedule with orders, with content, with everything. Because obviously, you know, I want to balance it all. I don't want to take anything away. Right. I want to add things at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I want to do more things, but I just got to figure out how. And I'm like, I think my creative block was coming in. Because I didn't, I just don't know where to start. I'm like, there's so many things. Where do I start? That's how I feel. So I've been spending a lot of time with my thoughts, with myself, and just thinking about what it is it that you really want to do. And how can you take baby steps? Like, how can you break it down to where, you know, you're doing just a little bit of something every single day to the point where you're not super overwhelmed and going crazy? Because... I literally cried. I was like, I'm sitting here crying because I'm so frustrated because I can't figure it out. You know how I am. I'm like, I'm smart. I can do yeah. this. I can figure it out. And then when I can't, it's like, I'm mad now. So I'm crying. It was crazy. Okay. It was, so it was a wild night. <laughs> multiple businesses, mm. content, daily life. Yeah. If you did not have a team of supporters, I would not be here. You don't think Correct. you'd be where you are? Right no, now. no. Where, where would I be without Devin? Where would I be without my mom? Where would I be without you? Where would I be without Zareya? Where would I be without Serena and Jacob? All the people that helped me through my mental breakdowns. <laughs> All the people that's like on call when I'm like, oh my god, I have a photo shoot. It needs to be done today. This is the. 
when we launched Smudge, I said, Greg, this is the only day that we can do this photo shoot. And this is the only time that we can do it. Are you available? You didn't have any other option. This, this is true. He this didn't have any true. other option. It was like, if I'm not, let me make myself available. Like people that will change their whole day for you. Like that is something that cannot, you can't, you can't get that everywhere. Like people have their own agendas. People have their own stuff going on. If you don't have a team of supporters, it's not going to work. At least for me. Cause I'm like, I have so much on my plate and I don't have access to all these different things. I'm like, I didn't have the studios. I didn't have the space to do a photo shoot like that. Like I didn't have the backdrop. I didn't have all the stuff that I needed. So I'm like, it was either I was about to have to find a studio that was open the day of, or we just weren't going to launch the business. Like, which <laughs> one was it going to be? So, no, I I am so grateful for my supporters. There's no way. I I am very humble and very open about that. If I didn't have y'all, there would be no me right now with all this stuff. Like, it wouldn't be on this level, you know, because I couldn't yeah. do all this stuff by myself. Right. Literally, there is no way. So what type of advice would you give to somebody who is, you know, doing similar things that you're doing, who has, who doesn't have the support, who doesn't have, you know, the help that you do? Listen. Well, I mean. Not listen. Ugh. Oh, man. I mean, I feel like everybody, unless it's your passion, you know, everybody doesn't have to pick the handmade route. You know, everybody doesn't have to tap into that market. Everybody doesn't have to be like that because handmade is just, it's time consuming. It's intimate. It's time consuming. You really have to care. You really have to have patience. You know, like that's a different kind of patience. And I I get told that all the time. People are like, wow, you can really sit here and crochet like all this, like for hours, days and days and days. Like that's patience. I'm like, yes, like you have to be passionate about it you have to be patient you have to really want to do it but I feel like you know you don't have to you don't have to take that route like if that's not your passion I would not recommend anything handmade okay because so many people right now have businesses that are booming and they're living their best life because all they have to do is order inventory orders come in they put it in a bag they put a shipping label and they send it out like once they get their name out there and establish their brand and once they get the marketing down packed like their life is a breeze, you know? Yes, with every business, things happen, things go wrong, but you're not worried about, I have to spend 20 hours on one piece. Right. That's a whole day out of my life, and I can't sit here and do it consecutively because I'm going to be in pain the next day, and then I'm not going to be able to do anything else after that. Right. So I have to space it out. So now 20 hours might be spaced out across three days or four days, and so- that's time out of my day every single day that I have to stop and sit down and do this one thing. So you really have to think about your schedule. You got to think about how long it's going to take you to do everything. I'm like, I had to start being real with myself. Like, girl, you cannot make that many shags in one week. It's just not realistic. It's not at all. It's not realistic. So that's why I was like, there's no way that I would be able to scale that business because I can't even make that many in one week. So imagine, I was like, there was a time for Smudge when I was getting 10 or more orders every day for wholesale. Right. People were ordering 100 tubes with every order. So I was accumulating thousands of tubes every single day that needed to be filled. I'm filling 200 tubes in one day. 
200. That's when I first started. I'm filming, I'm filling 200 tubes in one day when I first started. So how am I ever going to get all these orders? If they're coming in every single day, 10 or more a day, there it was like a smooth two, three months that that was the reality of my life. Right. So at one point, I looked at all my orders that were unfulfilled and there was like 150 orders and they all had 100 plus tubes. Like there's no way that I'm going to have mental sanity and be able to <laughs> fill people's orders and get them to them in a timely manner if I don't pick up the pace. That's before my mom started helping me with lip gloss. I'm like, it was literally just me. Like this was my business. My parents were not helping me. My friends were not helping me physically with orders or anything. There was a point in time where I literally did every aspect of it by myself without, you know, not talking about like pictures and stuff like that. I was making everything by myself. So if you are out there and you want to be this girl boss, like you want to be out here doing all kinds of stuff like me, you want to have multiple businesses, you want to have a YouTube, you want to have a podcast, you want to have all this stuff, pick wisely about what you're going to do. I mean, yes, if it's your passion, that is just destiny. You know, like for me, I'm like, I, that's just, this is just what I love to do. This is what I'm good at. Like I can't, what else am I going to do if I don't do this? What else am I going to do? If I'm not crocheting, what else am I going to do? Like lip gloss and crocheting, if I'm not doing that, what else would I do? You know? Yeah. Like from the beginning, like that's where I started. So I'm like, I really don't have an option right now. <laughs> I said, I figure it, I got to figure it out. I got to work with what I have. But, you know, if this is your, your goal, just, I would just be mindful. Like think about every aspect. Think about scaling your business because- that's something that I wish I would have thought of in the beginning. Cause I'm like, crocheting was my first business. Crochet by K was my first real business, my first tangible business. Like I was a photographer. And then after that, then I started to crochet. But if I would have known in the beginning that my body was going to feel like this after a certain point, like after a certain amount of time crocheting. And then if I would have known, okay, yeah, you're not always going to be able to quickly zoom through these little projects. In the right. beginning, I'm like, I was making so much stuff. I just don't understand how I was doing it. Literally don't get it. Because now, oh no, I got it. I need time. I need a little time. That time. I need a little bit of time. So think about scaling your business in the beginning. Because that's also something that I should have thought about for lip gloss too. Because I'm like, you know... I'm going to be this wholesaler or whatever. And just in my mind, not ever thinking like you could reach thousands of people, which all of them might purchase from you. And if you're being a wholesaler, like that's a lot of inventory that you're going to have to provide for somebody else's business. Like you really need a whole team of people to do that. A whole team. I need a team of people filling up tubes because my hands, I can't. Wow. I cannot. Well, Devin has two hands, and, uh, and um, Zaria has two hands. Devin, are you filling up lip gloss tubes, Devin? Uh, are you filling up lip gloss tubes? Lip gloss tubes? Yeah. It's a lot, man. Yeah. See? <laughs> Let me train you how to do it. You would do it. Yeah, if I know how to do it. <laughs> Greg? See? You talk about you want to work for Smudge, so. See, because as a... You know, being on the outside, not as a customer, looking in is kind of like, 
<laughs> I'm there to witness all the struggles and the mental breakdowns and the yes. It's just like my squad. Literally, Devin Devin sees firsthand. But I'm so glad I don't the first hand I can only imagine. That man is a strong man. Devin sees firsthand for sure. My mom sees firsthand also. You and Zaria, y'all see y'all see secondhand for the most part. Y'all don't see the Y'all don't see the tears that come when I'm trying to do certain things all the time, but that's real life. That's real life. Like if you don't have any support, like just think about it. I always, always, always say this. People were not built to run a business by themselves. I'm like, every successful business right now has a team, whether that's a small team, whether that's a whole large team for a whole big corporation, every single business that is successful, they have help of some sort. There's just no way around it. Like I can't be out here aspiring to be Kylie or aspiring to be Rihanna or anybody else and knowing how many team the Kardashians, bro, do you know how many people help them on a daily basis? Like, I think Kris Jenner has like 15 assistants, like you, an assistant for each kid. And then I need an assistant for just regular day to day thing. Like there's no way we're not built to function like that. So that's, right. I'm like, I would not even encourage if you're trying to do half of what i'm doing and you don't have help i would not encourage it and that's just me personally because i have had a call on my friends a lot a lot a lot hello a lot where you at oh you coming coming to the office come to the office well that's what you sign up for though kind of you don't know really what you sign up for until it happens but yes it's just like, eh, you kind of got to do that. Like, when you said that last night on the phone, like, I need to do my last podcast. I'm like, uh, in my mind, I'm like, man, but I kind of got to do that. Mm-hmm. I kind of, it's just like. Yeah, it was a big moment for me because I'm like, wait, this is the last one for 2020, huh? Huh. I had, I had, I had a plan. I had a goal. I'm like, dang, I got to get all my, my close friends on here. At least one time before the end of the year. Because, I mean, I'm going to start bringing people back for sure. Because we just have more things to talk about. You know, we just have, we have a lot of things to talk about. So, that's why I was like, oh, no. We can't, we can't end this off without Ferb the shooter in the building. Uh-uh. We're not letting that happen. Mm-mm. Oh, man. I'd like to thank the Academy, man, for all my features. that uh, This year, I've had a lot of features in recent <laughs> YouTube videos. Um, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to those people. Thank you for seeing the potential in me. Thank you. Absolutely. He's crazy. Crazy. You got to give credit where it's due, man. You got to. Yeah. What else is new, man? Like, what else? What else are we doing? Nothing, really. I just do the same thing. I'm like, I just do the same thing all week. I'm like... It's been wine. the same. Like, has you he really... sipped his wine lately or no? Mm-mm. Are you? Do you see this glass of wine? Can you? Can you see this glass of wine right here? Do you? I have been sipping. You have not have been, been sipping. A little tiny. You've been sips. like this. Oh well, guys. If you know I drink this any faster, my words are going to be. I'll just tell Gavin to cut it off. 
<laughs> delayed. Okay, my words are gonna be a little bit delayed. Sweet red, that's my jam right there. Okay, so you like wine, right? I love wine. What attracts you to wine? Honestly, funny story. So when I first started drinking, you know, like it took me a long time to even get into alcohol, right? You remember that? Right. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Because I was always like this goody two shoes. Like I really just, you know how people are like, oh, you know, they've been drinking since like 18. I'm like, girl, no, I was not drinking. I was not doing stuff that I was not supposed to be doing, y'all. Like I was terrified. I was like, no. So it took me a long time to get into alcohol anyway. But once I did, I always thought wine was so nasty, like so gross. And it smelled so bad, you know, like my mom and my dad would have wine and they'd be like, oh, just smell it. Just smell it. I'm like, that don't even smell like I wouldn't drink it at all. So I was never attracted to wine in the beginning, like never, never, never. So I don't know. I don't remember when I decided that I wanted to start getting into wine, but I think that I think it was my mom and my aunts. I think they let me try something that was really sweet, like the um, sweet apple, like sweet peach that we were drinking. Yeah. I think that's really what was like, oh, okay, I can do that. You know, I can do that. That's good. I like the way that tastes. It smells good. And then after that, I just started to become more curious about it. Like, hmm, you know, I want to learn more about it. So that's when I just started trying random wines. So that's how that happened. But reality like i really like wine because it just it's a better vibe you know it's more i like wine drunk versus any other kind of drunk right now it's a healthier it's a healthier litness if i say so more than you know like the hard alcohol i guess yeah it's more controllable yes i can i can actually enjoy wine like you can't really i mean you can enjoy alcohol to a certain extent but i can have a few glasses of wine right i can't just be like i'm gonna have three drinks tonight and we're gonna be good i don't know Uh, you know i like wine a lot though it's a better it's a better lit for me and there's less of a chance i'm gonna wake up and the room is spinning so that's always a good thing what tips would you give to somebody who has a business, but y'all aren't in the same business? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, just making sure it makes sense because I know it's not. That's the crazy. question? Yeah. We were just talking about wine. What? I I'm thinking to, the question yeah, was about to, wine. Definitely not about wine because <sighs> as you can see here. Tips for a person that has a business but it's not the same business as me. Are you asking? Are you asking me for tips right now? And you're just not trying to say it no, like that. No, I'm not asking you for tips, but I'm definitely going to duly note some of these tips for myself. If you know, I don't even know where to start with that. Like, what? You know, I'm all about the product shots. Yeah. That. Okay, so you would say appearance is important. Correct. If it's an online business, especially, but yes, for sure. The optics is what I like to call them. Okay. Optics. Mm-hmm. Vocabulary. Yes. Diction. Word power. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like someone's been playing Scrabble. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen. The optics 
it's important, especially when you have an online business. I'm like, if everything doesn't look good, if it don't look like you got your together, if you don't look, if you don't look the part, people are not going to tap into what you have going on. So the optics for online businesses, super important. The website, the product pictures, the logo, you know, the, um, what do you call it? Just like the convenience of it. Like, you know, these big brands, they make it really easy for us to add to cart and check out. It's not hard. Look at Amazon. Amazon makes it too easy for me to shop. Like, it's way too easy for me to make a purchase. That's what you call convenience, okay? All of my information is stored. I don't have to type anything in. Right. All I have to do is add to cart. It literally, like, defaults to my correct address, my correct payment method. Place your order. That's it. Convenience. If I have to search around, if I'm looking around, if it's not laid out right, if I can't add this one thing to the cart and then find the cart and then go and then put my... Like... I have, I just don't understand. Like, I feel like it's so easy. I don't know how we can make this a hard process. Like, I feel like you have to try hard to make this hard, hard for somebody right. else. Yeah. So I've been so lost about it. I'm like, girl, what is going on? Like, why, why is this so hard? So yeah, I have been on a lot of websites that are just not easy to shop on, which I don't understand how you set it up that way, but Somehow it got set up that way. So I just be like, look, make this as easy for your customers as possible. I'm like, here's the product. Here's the product description. Please have a product description because, listen, I just, I can't. I can't with the no product descriptions. I just don't even trust the product anymore. Like, please put a description so I can read up on it, read something about it. What is it going to do to benefit me? What what is it? Even Fashion Nova, like Fashion Nova is clothes. Okay, we obviously know we're going to put this on our body, but they at least have a product description. This has minimal stretch. This is very stretchy. This is made out of cotton. This is made out of polyester. This is spandex. Like we have so much information given right. to us about the product. Please put a product description. The optics, you know. Got to make it easy for people to shop. They shouldn't have a thousand questions to ask. Like everything should be straightforward to the point, concise. That's really like all the tips I can give you. Marketing is everything. Marketing is tough, yes, but you just got to figure it out for your business. I might duly note some of those tips for myself, if I say so myself. You are killing me. How accessible do you make yourself? To people who shop with you. <sighs> Let me take a drink. <laughs> a drink. Let me take a sip. <laughs> How accessible do I make myself to people that shop? I like that question a lot because I, I've been in my head a lot. Like, okay, so YouTube is like picking up, subscribers going up. Instagram followers going up. Your DMs are kind of flooded right now. So how, I'm like, at what point are you going to need a customer service person that's going to manage all of this stuff? That's what I've been in my head. You know, I've been in my head because I mean, I try to make myself accessible because I'm like, okay, I'm the customer service. I have to wear all the hats for the business. So if y'all have questions about your order or if you have questions about products before purchasing or whatever, like obviously I would have to be the one to answer those questions. But a lot of people come at me sideways. Like y'all coming at me in my DMs, y'all coming at me in the comments. I mean, I do like, I mean, comments are cool. Cause like I will see a comment notification and then if I catch it, then I can respond. But 
the way Instagram is set up right now, is your Instagram like that? Like it'll show you the notifications from like the last few hours or something. But if I didn't check Instagram all day, the comments, it'll tell me like, you know, the little orange thing that pops up. It's like, oh, you have six comments, yeah, 20 yeah. new followers, 100 double taps, whatever. Literally, like I open Instagram and it's like, okay, you have 10 comments, 100 followers, 100 likes on pictures, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. But I'm trying to go through my notifications and see like who commented. And it's like showing me just like the last few hours. So I'm like, I don't even see all these six comments that you said that I had. So are people commenting and I'm not seeing it? So I'm like, people are saying stuff, people are asking questions. And I always find them weeks and weeks later when somebody else comments on the same post, but I actually see their comment. Right. And then I see more comments at the bottom that I never responded to. And I'm like, I'm still going to respond. It's okay. Like, I still respond even when it's three weeks later. But listen, I do like comments. But like I said, you know, I try to tell people to contact me in a way that I know is going to be reliable. I'm like, send me an email. I'm going to check my email. I'm going to. That's inevitable. That's inevitable. That was a great word choice. Yes. I'm going to check my email. I check my email every single day, multiple times a day. So if you send me an email about your order, you send me the information, you send me your order number, or you send me your question or whatever, I'm going to see it and I'm going to respond. But people like to not read my bio, which says no DMs. And they like to take it upon themselves to go to my DMs and send me a message. <laughs> And then when I don't see their message, because it's sitting in the request, then they're commenting on pictures like, check your DMs. I said, you are spending so much time and effort into doing what I asked you not to do. I told you to send me an email. The time that you took to sit here, go to my DMs, then comment on a picture, tell me to go check my DMs. You could have clicked the email button in my bio and sent me an email and I could have responded to your email. That's just how I feel about that. That's just how I feel. So, I mean, I am accessible to my customers and potential customers, yes, but you need to communicate the proper way with me so that one, I'm going to see it in a timely manner and then two, so that I can respond. So I'm like, a lot of people think that I just don't respond. I just did not see it because I don't check my DMs. And I say that upfront because months ago, I was literally stressing myself out because I am checking all these DMs. I'm responding to everyone's DMs. People are asking me questions about orders. People are asking me all these questions, questions, questions. I'm answering people in the moment and not remembering myself. I'm like, I'm answering you, telling you one thing, and I'm doing something totally different. Right. Because I just read 50 other DMs and responded to 50 other people. So now I don't even know what just happened. So really, it was for my mental. I'm like, for whatever reason, people find it so much harder to send an email. So I'm like, I don't get that many emails. You know, like I get a, a nice bit, but it's definitely not as much as how many DMs I have, right. obviously. So I'm like, look, just send me an email because I was really messing up, like not really, not not keeping up with what I was saying in the dm so that's why i was like no you know what y'all gonna have to send me an email because email i need you to put your order number in the subject line i need to be able to have a paper trail to go back to a paper trail that i can search for with your name and like you know what i'm saying like i need to be able to make sure i know what's going on right and then from the emails i'm like okay yeah i'm putting notes next to orders and everything so that i keep everything 
in in order. That's just how I function. Okay. Some people can function from DMs. They could go from DM and then go to their website and be making notes on orders. That's not how I work. I can't do it like that. That's just a personal thing. But in general, I am accessible. I am. I would say that's important though, to be accessible. Yeah. So, you know, they feel like because who wants to talk to a robot? Let's be honest. I don't. If I go Correct. to customer support, I don't want to, you know, me giving me all these made up answers from the possibilities you <laughs> thought could happen. Like, right. Let me talk to a real person, somebody who knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because a couple weeks ago, I had somebody message my business page about the brand, and mm-hmm. she simply asked me, How much does the hoodie cost? And I referred her to the website. Hey, high five. And don't, 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 don't talk about prices. Don't talk about prices in, in DMs. Don't talk about prices in comments. Just don't. Continue. So I just told her, you know, it's on everything you need to know. It's on the website. Boom. If you had any more questions, you know, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came back and had another inquiry about the hoodie. And she asked me, what was the blend of materials on the hoodie? See? I said. You see what I'm saying? Do you know what I said? What did you say? I said it's on the website. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, if it wasn't there, it's there. But before, it wasn't there. So, I mean, I can understand that. But due to the, you know, I'm young, you know. I usually sell to young people. Some people don't really care. No, we care. Some people don't care. No, we care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we care. Some people don't care. I know some people's body doesn't agree with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Certain material. But for majority, mm-hmm. they don't care. Yes. But, okay, so I told her, you know, we had a conversation about it. And then, lastly, she asked me, could I get this in this? And I said, I get- we don't offer it oh, 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 in oh. this. Oh, like custom. Okay, right. so I mean, on the website is what we have, okay? <laughs> right. I do have, you know... My goal for the business is to initially, simply allow people to have what they like to have at that time. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you would like this outfit black with um, a pink heart, mm-hmm. and you want pink. That's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. A little customizing, right? Option. Okay. Because no one, you know, a lot of clothing businesses don't allow you to be as free mm-hmm. as I do, which is why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But because I give you freedom, don't take it overboard because, you know, I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you what I'm giving you. That's it. Don't, you know, say, oh. you oh, know people like to take that and run know. with it. No, because... <laughs> And that's what they do. They run. Yes. Oh, and they run. Oh, they keep running. And their legs work very well. (laughs) Absolutely. They will take that and go to Mexico. I used to get that so much. It's like, oh, I really want butterflies in my lip gloss. You have butterflies? I'm like, no. (laughs) What? I don't have butterflies. Like glitter and stuff. Like people be hitting me up for like. Stuff that's not on the website. And I'm like, y'all, I have so much stuff on my website. What's on the website is all that I have. Like, I, if I had it, I would have it up there for y'all. Like, right. promise. Yeah. Why would I hold back, you know? So, yeah. I used to get that a lot. But people yeah. like to take stuff and run with it. One thing that I don't like, though, 
like you were talking about earlier, like when people don't know what they want, like with their pictures. Like, right. you know, we want to do a photo shoot. We're going to do it on this day, this time. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm wearing. Right. I want you to figure all that out for me. Right? I hate when people do that because I'm like, I have so many things that I have to work on. Like, I, I, I wish I had the time to feed into whatever project you have going on. Like, right. someone just recently asked me that, like... Oh, I want you to make X, Y, and Z for me for this project. And I'm like, okay, cool. So this is a crochet order. So I'm like, all right, perfect. Like, what is it that you're looking for? I like to give people what they want. Like, I don't want to sit here and freestyle. That's just right. not me. Because I'm like, I don't even really have the time to be like taking my time with the creative part. I need right. to have my vision in the beginning. You know, like back in the day. Or if I'm working on a new collection or something, I give myself that space. I give myself that time to sit down and be like, okay, you know, just do whatever comes to your heart. Like you working on something, if you want to switch the color right here, even if you would never do that, you could go ahead and do it. I'm not about to do that for a client. Like if you have a project that you're doing, you're making a video, you're doing a photo shoot or whatever, you have a certain color theme, color palette, you want things to look a certain way. I'm not about to freestyle for what i think is going to look good for you i don't even know you <laughs> i don't even know what y'all are about to do i don't know any details about the project like i know the bare minimum so right. i need you to tell me exactly what you want so that i can produce absolutely in a timely manner i hate when people do that so many people have done that they're just like i trust you like i know i love your work i trust whatever you're gonna do and i'm like no, I kind of really need to know what I'm doing before I get started because I don't have, you know, when you have your plan at the beginning, you know, you can work faster, you right. know, you can work more efficiently. So I'm like, I really just don't have that kind of time to be sitting here trying to figure stuff out. Like, and then when you're doing stuff like that, it's a lot of trial and error. I'm like, also like really just don't have time for that right now. We're both on a, we're on a time crunch here. We got stuff to do. Yeah. So I don't like That's that. True. There was one there was one girl that ordered lip gloss for me. She's like, yeah, you know, ordered 50 glosses. Her daughter was starting a business and she was like, just this is the stuff that I like. She was naming all stuff that I did not have on my website. And she was just like, you know what? Just do whatever you want. I trust you. And I was like, mom, <laughs> I'm going back and forth with this lady via email and she's not giving me anything. So what colors are we what five colors are we doing? My mom picked out five colors, five cents. I said, OK, cool. I did not want no parts of that. Like, how do you order something and spend hundreds of dollars and then be like, do whatever you want for a business? I wish I would tell my vendor in China to do whatever she want. Absolutely not. Nope. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma <laughs> nope. I'm good. You get what you asked for. Listen, I am so honored that people out there really trust my judgment and trust my creativity and everything, but y'all are making it hard. Yeah, They think they're making it easier for us when they're like, you can just do whatever you want. They think that's good for us. I'm I like, that, that is the opposite for me. You're yeah, going to make me go crazy. I mean, it just, I guess it depends on what you're doing too, though, because mm -hmm. like with pictures, if someone tells me, you know, I can do what I want. I'm gonna do what I want, yeah. and you're gonna enjoy. It. You're gonna take full advantage of that, huh? Absolutely. No, but don't. You know, when I do what I want, then don't there's no try room to change for your it. opinion. Yeah. Right, right, right. Don't try to come back. Like, can you just no? Right. That's oh, not I what like I wanted. This, you don't like this, but you right? know what you liked. 
Apparently. So now I have (laughs) the freedom to be as creative as I want to be. And, you know, I feel like people should know, like, when you surrender that, you know, you got to let that go. You can't. There's nothing else you can do about that. That's it. Whatever I do, that's what it is. And you're going to have to like it because you told me to do whatever I wanted. Right. That's real (laughs) life. Definitely. Man, that's real life. Dang, that's crazy. For sure. On that note. Oh, wait. On this note. <laughs> On that note. What's today? Saturday. Saturday. Tipsy Saturday. <laughs> Let me stop. I've really been enjoying this conversation with you, man. I wow. appreciate it. I definitely. It's always nice to talk and to delve deep into things. <laughs> you know, not the everyday conversation. So it's just like, you know. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how we met. We didn't talk about that. That was supposed to be the beginning. Go back. Whoa. Rewind. Uh, Rewind. Okay. So the we... best friend. Okay. How did you? How did you get that title, man? How did we get so? Fingers uh, crossed. Okay. So <laughs> we met. You know. We went to totally two different high schools. Yes. And. Um, I had a cousin of mine who went to, you know, a school that she went to. And, you know, we were always cool hanging out, stuff like that. And it just so happened that that school, you know, had a party, so to speak. A school party. A, a pajama party. And so, you know, I was invited. Even though I went to a different school, I was invited. And I came. And it just so happened that she was there at the, you know, at the event. And, you know, we chatted. I got introduced to somebody. I don't even know yeah, how it happened. We have mutual like, friends. And so everybody just got to mingling and talking and then poof. <laughs> it's just like. Hello, it's me. Right. Now it's hello, it's me. But before it was just like. I was so, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, you know, that's what kicked the friendship With off. With the straight face. <laughs> that's what kicked it off. And that was like 2011. It's 2020, and it's oh just like... Oh, my God. Nine years ago? That was nine years, yeah. Holy moly. Well, I don't even know if I have... Well, I mean, I have friends that long, but no, no one really lasts long anymore, but... We working on 10 years of friendship. That's so crazy. Wow. I want water for my anniversary, my friend anniversary gift. Just water. Why is he playing games? Just water. Devin not even paying attention. I know he's not. Why he playing games? You didn't even hear what he said. Ah, but anyway, yeah. You so <laughs> for, ten, for 10 years of friendship, we definitely got to, you know, do it big. Man. I don't know if Zaray was not. Did I know her then? You met her before at, me. Did I? I? I don't know. I don't remember the timeline of that. But yeah, so that's how it kicked off. And now, nine years later, this is where we are. And um Yes. We met at a pajama party. Right. And That's someone so had on Cookie Monster pajamas. Me. I used to love Cookie Monster back in the day. That was crazy. That Wow. I've seen this girl through her whole life. Uh, my whole life. <laughs> the important parts, you know, like. After the actual part life. where, I, like, all the girls. You've seen me through so many different stages. Crazy. Like, that's really, really crazy. Like, yeah, like, from high school until, you know. So present, it's just like, you know, growing, finding yourself, going through this, going through that, prom, graduation, graduation, prom, all this other stuff. It's just like, 
Yes, I remember when you were there. I was like, you got to come for prom. I drove. Oh, man. Yo, to prom, took prom pictures. I drove three hours to a graduation. This man came to my college graduation. It's just like... Really? I was like so... You know, that was a moment for me that I was really sad because we could not invite all these people to graduation. And you know what? At this moment in time, I'm just going to be grateful that I even was able to walk across the stage because so many people this year could not do that. But I was so sad because I wanted to invite all my close friends, you know, my squad and everything. Y'all, why are we still doing tickets in college? I said I already had to deal with high school when we had to do tickets in high school. So nobody could even come in high school. So now I'm like, we in college now and I done did all this stuff. And you mean to tell me I cannot invite all the people that I want to invite? I'm upset. As you should be. I'm mad. As you should be. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want anybody to drive four hours to come when they're not going to be able to come to the actual ceremony, you know? So these these two said they didn't care. They was going to come anyway. They was going to be a part of the turn up. And I said, you know what? That's real love, like, to drive for me. Like, book a hotel for me and y'all can't even come to the ceremony. Like, y'all just here for the turn up. That's when I was nice. like, okay, this is this is real. Okay. <laughs> I was like, and the turn up was real. Oh, the turn up was real. was real. And but, Devin knows because he was there. But they actually got to come to the ceremony. So I was so excited because then it's like, okay, day of, now we're getting extra tickets. Really? Now people selling tickets, people handing out extra tickets. Wow. They got overflow tickets. I'm like, so you mean to tell me I could have just invited everybody anyway and they probably could have came anyway. But I was just so happy that y'all were able to come in and see. I know that was a long day too. That was a long day. Wow. But yes. Graduations, prom, all the struggles, three businesses. Like, he's seen it all with me. You didn't see me through so many different physical transformations and everything. Like, yeah. Wow. It's like you prepared me for a kid. (laughs) That's what it felt like. (laughs) That's what it feels like. It's just like. How many people do you actually really get to watch, like, grow up? Like, right. you just don't get that part. They just right. stay and they go and they, you know. Crazy. Well, our cups are empty, so we can't cheers to 10 more years, but cheers. Cheers. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Oh, we, can still, we can clink the glass. Cheers to 10 more years of friendship. That's crazy to think about. Um, yeah. Well, it has been real. It has been live. We have been chatting it up. So, Devin, hey, you have any questions for us? Questions from the squad? Oh, my God, a few questions. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. So, this is... this is, Yes. Yeah, so, at the end of the podcast, we do questions from the squad. So, people send in questions, whether that's email, they send Instagram, DMs, or however. But Devin always reads the questions to us. So, hit us. We're ready. And what's one thing... What's both of y'all? What's one thing... That y'all wish y'all did differently um, for 2020? For 2020. Okay, this is very specific. Specific. One thing that I wish I would have done differently. One thing I wish I would have did. One thing you wish we would have did? Yeah. I wish I would have went on a vacation. I wish I would have took a vacation in 2020. Where? Somewhere with water. 
that I could get in. Somewhere with water. Somewhere with water. Yeah, water here. Right. What does that mean? Somewhere with a beautiful blue ocean that I can see through. Okay. Can see to the bottom. We don't have that here. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I probably would have. I wish I. I wish I would have used my time like. Yeah. More wisely. Not to say that I didn't do it wise, but if I, you know, at the end of the year and I sit here and think about the time that I didn't do anything that was productive, I could have been productive, then I'd mm. probably be a little further in, you know what I'm saying, whatever business, life, whatever the case is, I would have. Yeah. I would have blasted off. I would have been somebody. Now that you're talking about vacation, though, I wish I would have went on a cruise this year. Have you ever been on a cruise? Yeah, I've been on a cruise. Okay. Have you been on a cruise? Mm-hmm. Oh, have you been on a cruise? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you gotta go. Hello. <laughs> I haven't them. been on a cruise as an adult. So. Oh, I guess I can say that. I have not been on a cruise since, you know, adult. Yes. So, like, they were they were offering me, like, they weren't checking IDs or anything when it came to, like, oh, you know, they have all this stuff and they walk around, they have drinks and champagne and everything you know they're just walking around like hey do you want this okay what's your room number you know they're just trying to charge they're just trying to charge your card at this point but they were not checking ids for everything so they were like literally trying to feed me alcohol i'm like no you know i'm okay you know i'm okay i'm not drinking like because i'm not 21 um but i wasn't saying that i was just saying no like i'm good but i wanted to go on a cruise as an uh I'm like, if we, if me and a group of my friends, like my little squad, like us, like us plus a few others could go on a cruise with each other, all as adults. Do you know how crazy that would be? Do you know how crazy that would be? I'm here for it. Let's book it. No, no cell phone service. Like we literally have to be in the moment of whatever it is that we're doing. We can vlog, we can take pictures, we can do all that. We don't have no cell phone reception. We can't talk to nobody. Like we're literally just genuinely enjoying each other's time. That I'm for that. We need to set that up. Crazy. Crazy. I'm with it. Alcohol, like so you can do like all inclusive. You want you can drink as much as you want. Eat as much as you want, drink as much as you want, you do whatever you want. Like and then the destination is usually nice and tropical, like, or at least in my case, it's nice and tropical. Yeah. There's a pool on there and everything. Like, can you imagine? That sounds like vacation. I can't even check my email if I wanted to. I will check my email in my sleep if I could right now. That's dangerous. That's unhealthy. That's toxic. I'm a workaholic, you know? Yeah, you might need a vacation. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, if I could just like not be able to be accessed for five days. That would be crazy. Come back five days later, strong, like refreshed, uh, ready. I had got content on the cruise and everything. Like, come on now. Oh, I wish I took a vacation this year. Thank you for that question. And now I'm sad. Next. <laughs> so another one for both of y'all. Um, what's what's the question? We're all in the same boat. Wine down. I'm in wine. I need another cup of wine. Glass of wine. Oh, what's um one of the... Like best things that happened to y'all like this year. Just one thing. Um, I mean, the best thing that happened to me, I feel like, is my apartment. Being able to secure my own apartment this year that was a big, 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 big step for me. That was a huge goal for me. Like. 
I've been wanting to do that since I was still in college. Like I told myself, oh, when I graduate, I am not going back home with my parents. Like I just did not like the idea of going from being on my own to going back to live with my parents, especially after I kind of figured out who I really was, you know, what I like to do. I did not want to go back home with my parents, but you know, everything comes to those that wait, you know, things come to those that wait. Everything comes when it's supposed to come. So I think that that was like my biggest accomplishment for this year was my apartment. That kind of just like jump started so many different things. Like once my business took off, that was amazing. And then I was able to secure an apartment and then I was able to secure a new office. So I just feel like, you know, all those things, best things, best moments of this year. What was the question? What? Was the best thing that happened okay, to you I this so. year? I'm just making sure. Okay, so I know it's gonna sound a little weird. Oh gosh. But COVID was the best thing that happened up. to me. Let Get me out. tell you why. Next. Me, I'm Next. gonna tell you why though. Let me tell you why. Next. Because during the time when we couldn't do anything, it allowed me to have time to focus yeah. on my craft yeah. and, you know, working. I was working 12-hour shifts, five days a week. I didn't have time the to put shift. in the night shift at that. So I didn't have time to put that time into, you know, what I actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So COVID, unfortunately, allowed me to have time to put it into something that I, you know, really enjoy doing. Yeah, I can agree That was that. the best answer I've ever gave. Uh, I feel like, you know, going off of that, I feel like this whole thing gave us all something that we didn't know that we needed, you know, like we didn't even know that we really needed that time, Right. maybe in the back of our mind, but not in the front of our mind. Like I would be like, dang, you know, yeah, maybe I need to take a break. Maybe, maybe I do need a break, but not knowing on that level that I really needed like to just be still for a few months. So I can agree, I guess. So y'all are fans of COVID? Absolutely not. That's a good vaccine? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would never. Absolutely not and absolutely not. But like I said, you know, things things have to happen for you to realize. Like we all just be living our lives every day and we be taking so much stuff for granted. For real. And God just came in and said, I'm about to snatch all this back. Like y'all just doing what y'all want to do. No. Mm Mm-mm. That's how I feel that had to go. Y'all going to learn a lesson this year. I'm like, dang, what did we do? Like, we had to really right. sit down and, like, really think about life and cherish the small things because we out here just doing whatever. But hashtag no, not a fan of COVID at all. And the last question um, for both of y'all again. What's, um, I guess, like, the end goal for y'all businesses? The end goal. Okay. I can do this. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go first because. Okay. You're not going to be able to top it? No, I'm just I've had this down for like, since I started, I feel like I had the end goal before I had the business. Okay. Well, that's nice. If that makes any type of logical sense. Yes. Okay. So the end goal for the business is most definitely. To expand in detail, to expand, I want to store in 
every city, in every important city in every state that there is. Now, realistically, you know, I'll take California, I'll take Texas, I'll take, you know, state-wise. But I'm going to have four stores, and inside of those stores, I'm going to accommodate every single customer to their liking. And that's the goal. I want everyone that wears this, you know, to know that people know, people notice you. People notice you. Like I told Devin, no one knows Devin, you know, like, Mm -hmm. no one knows Devin. The man does a lot of things, man, that people, you know, don't take the time. Like, look at this. The man fixed my microphone for me. I couldn't tell you how to do that. It's not what I'm good at. The man is good. So I feel like it's a lot of people that, you know what I'm saying, that wear the brand who need to know that, hey, the guy who invented this brand knows that it's people like me who's not getting the credit where they deserve. And that's it. Wow. That is that is what it's about. This man said we're going to have a store in every major city. Right. In every Date. Absolutely. That is the goal. That sounds like I'm going to be stressed out. It sounds like wow. everyone's going to have a share. That sounds like I'm going to get a lot of payback that I probably deserve, huh? Hey, you, might have, <laughs> you and Devin might have a store or something. Y'all you never know. All the hours. Somebody put these hours back in. Listen, let me just say this. I do be helping my friends with their stuff. Okay, don't be thinking I'll just be out here. Take, take, take. Because we talked about this. Last week or whenever that was. No, it's a give or take with our friendships. But, okay. Stores in every state. Yeah, well, stores in major cities. I better be getting flued out. Stores in every city. Wanna every do, major city. Let's have some meet and greets. Let's have some pop-ups. Anyway, so... um, My end goal for my business. Honestly... I want to build an empire. Like I want to build an overarching business that's going to have multiple different things within it. Cause I'm like, I just have so many different things that I like to do, you know? So I just want to have a lot of different things under one big brand, Right. I guess that's kind of what I want to do. So I really want to expand smudge. Like I want to expand the product range and um, get into skincare and body care and stuff like that. So I've been working on some stuff like that. Um, but I want to get into more fashion stuff because I'm like, like I said, I can't really scale crocheting up. I want Crochet by K to be something that's really exclusive, like something that only celebrities might wear or, you know, something like something that you can't just go on my website and purchase this, you know, like yeah. we got to have we got to have a connection. Like, I got to reach out to you because I support you or, you know, I just feel like I want it to be something that is a little bit more um, on the higher end. Because, you know, like, you can't just you can't just go on Chanel and buy a Chanel bag. You can't do that. You can't do that. You got to talk with people, you know. You can't just go <laughs> to some of these big name brand designers, just go on their website, add to cart checkout. It don't work like that for everybody. You be having to have appointments to go into certain stores so that you could purchase things. You know, yeah. like I want it to feel like it's really luxury and it's really exclusive because I'm putting literally my blood, sweat, and tears into these pieces. Like, I just, you know, 
I have I have some plans for that. I want to do more pieces, but I want it to be more of like an exclusive thing to where it's not going to be overwhelming for me. You know, like it's going to be something that I completely 100% signed up for. And I know in the beginning that I signed up for it. So that's the goal for Crochet by K. Um, but yeah, like I just want to continue to expand my business. Also, um, I want YouTube to be like my main source of income. Like right now I have, I have a lot of different streams of income, but I want YouTube and content and things like that to be my main source. So that's my main goal for me as I am K Nicole as an influencer. Like I want that to be my number one thing, my number one priority. And then I want my businesses to come after that. So it's like right now it's like business first. Cause it's like, we're going like this. Right. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get these orders done. I gotta get these orders done. But I really, at heart, I really want to be a content creator that has businesses. Like I want to be somebody that's on the internet that can reach other people, reach people that I could never meet. Cause y'all are in different countries. Y'all are literally in all different countries. I want to reach you guys and inspire you, but also provide, you know, quality product too with my businesses. So that's my end goal, man. I think that's really what I want to do. I think, um, 2021, I think I'm going to, I'm going to reach a lot of those goals in 2021. So I'm excited. As am I. Ah! Our words are so delayed right now. It's crazy. That was the last question. (laughs) That was all the questions. Wow, the end of the podcast. You made it. It wasn't that bad. Come on now. Talk about I'm nervous. See, no. now at first I will say, at first I was like, yo, I'm, <laughs> I'm not with this at all. Like, but now I feel like a star. I feel like you, you know warmed what I'm up. Mm-hmm. That wine helped you out too. I wouldn't say that. Correct. It did. Not at all. It did. Maybe. Anyways, thank you for being here with me today on such short notice. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Make sure you guys um, follow him. I'll have all of his information, his website and everything down below. Instagram, all that good stuff. Personal business. I'm going to just put it all out there for you. Okay, put it out there. (laughs) Oh, God. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Make sure you follow me, Devin, and Greg on all of our social media. Like I said, I'll have it all down below. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed. Make sure your notifications are turned on. Make sure you're shopping smudge. Make sure you're shopping crochet by K. Shop Crown Royal Extensions, okay? Make sure you check out all of my links down below as well. Head on over to all of the podcast platforms and follow me over there. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. I love you guys so much and I will catch you in episode 19. Bye.